If you're gonna be dumb, you gotta be tough. When you get knocked down, you gotta get back up. I ain't the sharpest knife in the drawer, but I know enough to know. If you're gonna be dumb, you gotta be tough. Welcome to episode 42 of the Blokebusters podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Paul. And today we are going to be talking about the Fairly Brothers' latest outing, yep. Dumb and Dumber 2. Dumb and Dumber 2. Not as yes. well, not 2, but 2. No, yes, to T-O. <laughs> yes. Because, because uh, it's dumb. Oh, no. <laughs> Alright. Uh, uh, first, some small business out of the way. Yes, I know this will date it a little bit, but... Recently, we've really been picking up in Twitter followers. Thank you. Yes. yes, thank you very much. And been having some really good conversations with the people out there and other podcasts and stuff, getting, really getting into the network. So it's been a lot of fun, and hopefully we can continue doing that. Absolutely. And talking about Twitter, if you have found us but don't know any of this stuff yet, we're on Twitter, at Blokebusters. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash blokebusters. We have a website, blokebusters.webs.com, web being W-E-B-S. It's not the snazziest of websites, but we try. And, and do watch out for your autocorrect to go blockbusters. Yes. <laughs> it will. Yes, it is. So, yes, be on the lookout when you're using your phone for that one. <laughs> and our email is blokebusterpodcast at gmail.com, because Muggins here forgot the S. <laughs> I'm, I've grown to love it. I know, it works quite well. It still works, yeah. Alright, so how about we go with plot first this time? Plot. Uh, <laughs> we need a plot to this? Okay. Well, let's, let's see what they say the plot let's, is. Yeah, alright. So 20 years since their first adventure, Lloyd and Harry go on a road trip to find Harry's newly discovered daughter who was given up for adoption. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. That, that happens in the film, yes. Slash returning stolen suitcase or misplaced suitcase to love interest. Yes. <laughs> Slash road journey. Yes. It, if that sounds familiar, that, because it is. <laughs> we'll we'll get into that. Yeah, we'll get into that. Okay. All right. Uh, so, so, how's this movie doing, Paul? Well, let's see. Directed as we said by Bobby and Peter Farrelly, and the budget was forty million dollars. Which I think most of that probably went on to getting Jim Carrey in. Jim to do this again. <laughs> and the box office, as of, I think it was last weekend, $116.9 million, which yeah. I can see. That's high. I yeah. don't know. I think that's pretty... Well, I, I mean, yeah, it, we'll also get to that, I think. <laughs> yeah. I think re- relatively high for a $40 million budget movie, but uh, we'll probably get into why it might have got there. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and I will say, I hope hopefully uh, Jeff Daniels got about seven million dollars more on what he his going rate is because you know, like for the original, yeah, Carrie was paid seven million, he was paid fifty grand. <laughs> so yeah, I might have had my agency. Can we put a seven extra yeah. seven on? Out of one and two zeros in front of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, before we get into the meat of this, I think that given that we're talking about something from the 90s, we should talk about some other things from the 90s that have come back recently, mm-hmm. and that would be the three we trailers see. that came out. <laughs> okay. Yes, we do have back. They do have a new album I'm enjoying. <laughs> and yes, the, the last week 
anyone listening to this in the future, you can probably figure out when we've recorded this now. Well, but... Everyone will be listening to this in the future. <laughs> yeah, it's very From true. someone as much as me that hates time discussions. Okay. From a fair bit into the future then. <laughs> I don't think we're currently live. No, I, I believe not. Or are we? I don't know. Uh, mm. Let's leave yeah. that for the Interstellar podcast. <laughs> yes. The last week there have been three trailers to come out from franchises. Again, last seen roughly in the 90s. You have the Terminator Genesis trailer that came out. And the only mm-hmm. thing that I want to say about that is that I know you don't like time travel stuff. And this film breaks every law of time travel I can figure out because they go it from be, you know they go from the future into an alternate past. Yeah, that shouldn't be possible. Without it's a movie. <laughs> I know. Like every single Terminator film before this has still followed the very straight... Because every other time travel film is plausible. <laughs> no, yes. Okay, is that where you're going? No, we're, we're, we're going with generally accepted stuff. Like the first film, the machine sends someone back to kill Sarah Connor and John sends Carl Reese mm-hmm. back. Whether or not he knew that Carl Reese would turn into the father, we don't know. But anyway, so... We're going to get... So that, that, can get be, that can be seen as predestined like the machines were always going to send it back but they were always going to fail because the guy was coming back mm-hmm. same with the second film which the end of the second film actually created a paradox which is then the only good thing about the third film is that it solved the paradox at the end of the second film Brian has definitely gone cross-eyed right now <laughs> but even so it's always from the future into the past of that future yeah it shouldn't be possible without including interdimensional travel, which makes the whole time travel kind of mute anyway, to go from one future into an alternate past. I'll be afraid to take a breath. <laughs> no, I wanted to get it all out. <laughs> so, yeah. It, it, and thank you for... <laughs> goodbye, all of our new Goodbye, goodbye. <laughs> but anyway, so my take on it was just, okay, I can see they wanted to make another Terminator. There's clearly love for the franchise. But building it around a premise that unless they really get some physicists in mm-hmm. to explain how interdimensional travel is possible along with time travel. Oh, you know, it'll be a 10 second scene or whatever. Yeah. While we invented the, you know. I am movie. willing to bet anything. Lightning will strike the time machine as he goes back in time. <laughs> well, that's how it works. That's how time travel works. I know. It's a bolt of lightning. <laughs> All right. But yes, if anyone, just go back to the Looper podcast if you need to know my true <laughs> feelings on the lazy, shitty way time travel is used as a writing tool just to get out yeah. of any jam. Yeah. yeah. That's essentially what I go on about Looper. But. All right. So I, I know that we're probably going to see the film. I just don't I, know. I'm not going to see that in the theater. Well, unless we really, there's nothing else out at that time that we want to record. And when they bring it out, I yeah, suppose. I guess it, it said this summer, so I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm not going to rush out to see that. <laughs> so yeah, it's, uh, slightly I mean, they gave away that I'll be back in the trailer. Yeah. So um, that's already a throwaway. Although, it, yeah. it's interesting that they had that very last scene in the trailer is the Terminator with grey hair. Like, the, the one time where Schwarzenegger didn't need any makeup there, I'm sure. And then he jumps out of a helicopter. Anyway, of course. <laughs> yeah. So yes, moving on. Freaking Captain America or something. <laughs> 
Jurassic World, then. Jurassic World. Your take on Jurassic World. Jurassic World? World? Uh, you know, I think I will see this in theaters. Me too. Because I think I've said it many times, Jurassic Park was the first film I ever owned on yeah. VHS. And uh, that's a tape, kids. Oh, yeah. You had to put it in a big machine yeah. and then actually press rewind and wait. And wait and listen to it go... For about six minutes. Right. <laughs> and then hopefully it rewound about 40 seconds. <laughs> and, and, yeah. and as Eddie is, I'd love to say, there was no pause button. It was like cucaracha button because everyone would be jittering. <laughs> yes, frozen, but still, still kind of moving. But yes. But uh, yes, I had Jurassic Park in there. So I have a very emotional tie to yeah. the film, even though I would say the original film. Not so much the subsequent outings. Yeah, yeah. They, they, you know, they followed the Matrix path of degeneration and <laughs> <Yeah>. quality. <laughs> yeah, I, I got to hear all about that. One of my friends was very, very into the original Matrix and not so much into the other two. So that was uh, a few conversations on just how bad yes. those were. <laughs> but uh, I, I think it looks interesting. I'm happy for for Star Lord in there. Yep, yep. Uh, it does look like he's given some shitty dialogue to say. Oh yeah. <laughs> so far, yeah. Just from the trailer moment, the, the cheese is there. Uh... Yeah, there's yes. So I hope that doesn't hurt him too badly. Yeah. Uh, I'm still, like I said, still going to see it. I hope I think it looks fun. I really, really hope Goldblum is somehow involved. If he's a new director, somehow or Goldblum something. will pop up somewhere yeah. in there. You know he will. Yeah. Even if it's just like a video cameo or something. yeah, he'll be in there and. I just wanted to say that when I saw the trailer, it was like that, that piano music. It mm-hmm. just tugs on your memories you're it instantly. Gave and, you just a hint of the original theme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when they said, that, you know, we've genetically modified a new dinosaur, my initial reaction was so that's a good idea because the original dinosaurs were so easy to handle oh wait no <laughs> yeah we, we've now I do we, want to know why they keep yeah. thinking this is a good idea we've every had, time it's yeah. a freaking disaster we've updated the security <laughs> to handle the dinosaurs that we had before let's make a new one yeah because <laughs> that like always as well yeah whatever so <laughs> I'm not saying it looks like the strongest plot but I'm going to see it because I'm uh, much yeah. like the film, the major film we were discussing today, because I'm tied in. Yeah. If I was 12 or 13 now, I don't know if I'd be. I mean, I guess I'd be interested in it because I like dinosaurs. Yeah. You know, presumably. Yeah, it's dinosaurs. <laughs> but I don't know if like I want to go back and watch all of them, or, you know, all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, I I'm going to imagine this is going to be seen as kind of a reboot. Yeah. Because, you know, if you try and tie in the previous ones, I'm not sure but where you're going to go. Yeah, was it now? Was that 94, I guess, for the first one? 93. Something along those lines. I think it had to be 93 because I was 12 when I got it, and usually things came out a lot longer. It was like six yeah. months to a year or so before yeah, really it would ever appear on tape. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. Kind of I, same thoughts, I guess, on that. Yeah, I'm yeah. cautiously optimistic. Yeah, we'll see. And then... Nah, saving the best for last time. Yes, the Star Wars trailer. The very polarizing <laughs> Star Wars trailer. What? I mean, I don't, how can it be polarizing? It shows you nothing. No, uh, I, everyone, I think, is really happy for just more Star Wars that seems to be looking good yeah. and all that. But it's the lightsaber that everyone has been... Oh, <laughs> what what is the yes? What is the benefit of a crossbar or the what do they call it? Pommel or no? I don't know. The uh, it's part. like a, pommel's it's, the end. I don't yeah, know. I'm not sure what it is. Yeah, but yeah, it's 
What is the purpose of that? And you're going to slice your own hand off. Well, <laughs> right? I, I think I think Freaking the general slices. idea. I think the general idea is that you never. <laughs> Come on. <Thank> <laughs> is that by the time you start using it, you're kind of mastered. Being so able is, to so use is this stuff, just yeah. like a threatening thing? Like this is oh look how good I am! I can have a stupid crossbar where it's really dangerous, yeah, but I'm not even worried about it. I guess I mean, it, it's one of those things where if you think about it, all lightsaber battles before now, there's never been any slipping of lightsabers. It's just impact, sparks, sometimes whatever, and then away. Like it seems as if. Whatever happens, they Velcro together at that spot, so there's no real slipping of them. I think it's going to be something where, to me, it was the fact that it doesn't look like a very focused beam, so it's clearly an amateur-made one, or sacrificing uh, stability for something yeah, else. Yeah, and, so. and that could be a throwaway scene, too. We don't know. Like that could yeah. be a completely unimportant scene to the plot. I, I, <laughs> would, I would love for it to happen, but it won't happen. For that to actually not be in the film, and for mm. him not to have that lightsaber. Oh yeah, have you seen that in trailers released that, or like an advanced release where they have trailer moments that never appear in the film? Yeah, they, they, you know, hasn't been finished editing, and well, doesn't make the cut. So. I mean, I, I I like the idea that they thought, okay, this looks cool. Let's just do this, and then he's not going to have that. No. <laughs> and it, but it did lead to the awesome memes that everyone puts online of. He fires up the lightsaber and then it turns into a Swiss Army knife going down. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> um, I will say other things. I was excited about the Tie Fighters looked great. I thought. Yeah. I did just watch it again about an hour ago, and I kind of was pausing about every three seconds. Just, <laughs> just, just really looking for it. Kind of examining every frame, which I'm sure most people have done. But oh yeah, everyone <laughs> at this point. And then I'm, you know, also wondering. How people are are there racists upset about the black stormtrooper? <laughs> I I actually I read an online comic that the guy that did it was kind of responded to it. He had two of the characters talking about mm-hmm. how can there be so much outroar about this? The stormtroopers haven't been cloned since this battle. That if yeah. you know the law, you know about it. And also, well, I don't know if this is brought up, but I thought you know as. They did a new hope. Perhaps this is just a disguise. Yeah, it could, could be. Could be. And then also, there have been the crossguard type things on lightsabers in the official canon mm-hmm. books and stuff like that since two thousand four. And yet, everyone's getting up and arms about this. And then they, the final panel basically says, "It's really interesting that everyone that's annoyed with it." doesn't seem to be someone that's read all of the established law. It's, it's just these people that have probably just seen the films and then go, hey, that wasn't what I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. Typers look great. Uh, the very end of the trailer, the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. yeah. That, that's where things started to get happy for yeah. me. I, I, <laughs> all I, over. I, <laughs> I freely admit... information, but... <laughs> I freely admit I was not the biggest fan of the original three and obviously but, the prequels aren't good they look good and that's the only good thing about them but seeing the Millennium Falcon flying around like that that still got me with the theme and <laughs> yeah, doing that turn and yeah I'm ready because I think it's going to be back to the original feel which I did I don't love I'm not obsessed with episodes 4, nope, 5, and yep. 6 As some but I are. think they're so obviously so far so more superior than the prequels yeah that's just my opinion i don't care about you know visually whatever i don't care technology is going to change but 
dumb Congress stories don't, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, obviously Empire is uh, still my favorite, as I'm not going out on a limb by no, saying that. Yeah. That's most people's favorite. You know, Jedi was alright. Got a little too happy there at the end with the stupid Ewok party. Yeah. Fun fact, Ewok is never mentioned. I know, I know. They, yeah, that was, uh, <laughs> I believe, yeah, just developed after. Yeah. I, I can only imagine that somebody somewhere decided we need to call these guys something. Let's put it on the VHS or something. Whatever it was. I don't know. But <laughs> does anyone remember Fuzz Bucket? That was a movie. That was a movie. That, that was a thing. <laughs> and that was about one of the Ewoks. Yeah. Well, I think the one thing that everyone knows exists, but not many people have seen because it's been erased as much as they could try, was the Christmas special. Well, <laughs> that's a deep cut, yeah. Yeah. Cut me deep, Anna, that's a deep cut. Yeah. Right. Nice pull there. Yeah. That was but, the beginning of the decline. Anyway, yes. Well, so yeah. So I, I do like, I do like A New Hope. I love Empire. I kind of like Return of the Jedi. Yeah. This just looks like what those films would be now. Yeah. I, I just, yeah. Where if they'd have stayed along those lines, mm-hmm. a natural progression of it. Yeah. Now... I do like that due to all the new films and all of the remastering and stuff like that, someone brought out the Star Wars Episode Seven teaser trailer remastered by George Lucas edition. And it is fantastic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is brilliant. Well, they, yeah, they have the Lego version. Have you seen the Lego version? I have version? not seen the Lego okay. version, no. Yeah. Tell you what, I will see the Lego version, you will see the remastered version. We, okay. we will discuss right. later. <laughs> but I think, just like when you're watching the movie, the trailers have gone on too long. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, the, a first for us, I think. Trailer talk, rather than the yes. game. <laughs> Alright, so, let's get into Dumb and Dumber 2. Because we must. I guess. Right. If, we, if we have to. Alright. So, initial thoughts when you heard it was coming out. Before you went and actually saw it, what did you think? I mean, yeah, I, you went through the whole drama of are they doing it, are they not doing it, yeah. Carrie's on, he's out, Daniels is on, he's out, whatever was going on there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I was excited, oh, yeah, that, that'll be cool, I'll see that. I was never like, oh my god, it's about time, like, <laughs> I'm like alright, cool, uh, that's, you know, I'm happy to see that, hope they do it right, hope they don't screw it up. Yeah. And that's about all I thought about it, and then... You know, I didn't get to... I, once it came out, I wasn't rushing out to see it. No, uh, yeah. <laughs> so much so that I just saw it uh, three hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. I actually got to see it, if not opening weekend, then the weekend after that, I went down to the local cinema and there were six of us mm-hmm. seeing it. And I was a little surprised at that because I figured that enough people in my area, having seen Dumb and Dumber 2, not Dumb and Dumber 2, having seen Dumb and Dumber growing up, would have wanted to see it. Which is half the reason why I think they probably made as much as they have, is that everyone that's seen the original is going to want to see more from these people. Even if it turns out that it was terrible, they still have that hope of, I want to see more, maybe it'll be good. And that's always the draw, I think, with bringing these in. Yeah. So, I remember watching Dumb and Dumber growing up, and it was... I, fa- I found it funny. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I was definitely the right age to watch it, which might not have been the correct age that they were <laughs> <laughs> suggesting. Yeah. But still, I saw it, I found it funny, and I re-watched it the day before oh, I went okay. to see it. Yeah. And I, was, I remembered most of it. I... 
I enjoyed seeing those people again. I finally realized exactly how slapsticky it was. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I, I didn't recall it being quite as slapsticky as that, but still, it was good, and you could see that they enjoyed doing it. So I was like, yeah, okay, I'm willing to give this a shot. So. Yeah, well, my attachments were that I saw this film at, I guess, immediately when it came out. Like, well, uh, Dumb and Dumber, that is, yeah. the original, uh, <laughs> we're speaking about. Yeah, so I remember watching it in theaters and then watching it at my house with a bunch of friends who had not seen it, which yeah. has been like a love of mine. Like, I love showing people films. Like, I, It's, I, it's I always know. good to yeah. see them watch it for you, the first you, time. You also get to tap into that part of sense. You, you get to kind of enjoy their enjoyment yeah. of the things that you remembered reacting to the first you know the first time so people always ask me all the time how can you rewatch yeah. movies don't you just one of them and I was like well, you, once you've heard a song do you never listen to that song again yeah. <laughs> I don't it, care that it's a lot shorter but you still try to keep extrapolating those feelings out of it although, until it's all gone <laughs> although I will say the one thing that you never really see when it comes to people going to, oh you should listen to this song is them every 30 seconds going, okay, this bit's really good. Okay, there's a bit coming oh, up here. See, that's what, yeah. <laughs> see, I, don't, I will sit down and I'll shut up in a movie that I've seen before and someone hasn't, but, exactly. but that was my experience, uh, was, you know, getting to let other people watch it uh, at it, my house. And... The, the, two, the two biggest gripes I always have with that is, number one, someone who's always saying, okay, this bit's coming up that's really good. This bit's coming up. It's like, okay, you shut up and watch the film. <laughs> and then the other side the of The quarters? That, well, not okay. not even that. It's the people that sit there going, okay, what's that? Why did that happen? What's going on there? Shut up and watch the film. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want me to spoil all of it for you. Yeah. yeah. No, well, is he going to kill him later? I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> yes, he's going to kill him later. Yeah, I, there have been a couple of times where I'll be watching a film with my sister, and halfway through she'll turn to me and go, now, who was that? It's like, you haven't been watching yeah <laughs> this is your own fault right now yes i'm not here to excuse your laziness in watching this <laughs> but, uh, but so it, it's always been just one of those like my my friend drew and i we quote it constantly and yeah. all through the past 20 years <laughs> i've been <laughs> quoting that film and uh so it's just you know it's been that bit of pop culture yeah it's nestled a, in there that so, generation i think it, yeah so, really, the only reason I think you alluded to earlier that I'm being as generous with my feelings towards this one as I am. Yeah. <laughs> the nostalgia is hard to shake. Yeah, I, I cannot imagine how I feel just not having those ties to the first film. And, Les, we're, we're not talking about Dumb and Dumber for a reason, because it doesn't need to be talked about. I, <laughs> and that's all I'm saying on that. I, I, I will say, one thing this film does is it basically erases Dumb and Dumber. Thank God. <laughs> because you have uh, Harry's parents mm-hmm. are there. Mm-hmm. But you also see Harry's parents in Dumb and Dumber, which means that these two cannot They exist. rewrote the canon. I'm yeah. Not, yeah, 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 please. <laughs> no one's upset at that. No, <laughs> I don't <yeah>. think. <laughs> if you are, you, you need help. <laughs> and I mean that from a place of love. All right. <laughs> All right. Where do you want to go? Oh, um, I did want to say this was a little for a bit like Tenacious D for me. I, I want to right. see if you figure out where I'm going with that. Okay. As, as like uh, when their first album came out, 
Uh, no, I don't know if I'm calling first or the, the popular one. I don't know the okay. black cover. I don't know if that's the first. The one with tribute. On. Everyone that the one that everyone knows, tribute yeah. and Wonder Boy. I was at the age that was at the right age for the that blue material, for yeah. a little bit of naughtiness that I shouldn't be listening to, kind of thing. Very much so. Well, yeah. even well, I was I guess a little bit older. Wasn't I? I'd have to what, but sixteen or seventeen, but still very much in my wheelhouse. Yeah, uh, in sense of humor, and then. No follow-up. And then no follow-up. And we're not talking about the movie Spear of Destiny. It has its fans. I'm not one. Uh, <laughs> an album came out of that. Yes, yes. A soundtrack. But I'm now talking about their most recent album that came out, I believe, last year. Yeah. Which I immediately pre-ordered on iTunes. <laughs> listened to it. And I said, what the fuck is this? <laughs> this is exactly like the goddamn first one. Yeah. And they hadn't changed, but I had. Right. Uh, my sensibilities and my sense of humor had, for lack of a better word, matured. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> even though I, I still laugh at balls. Like, <laughs> he said balls. Yeah. Uh, and do do. But there are some things that just will never yeah, change. <laughs> but so I felt that a little way with like that with this film is that right. it was all the same jokes, uh, just wearing different clothing. You yeah. know, pretty much <laughs> dressed up differently, but yeah, still the same underneath. Yeah, the the people had grown up, but the everything else hadn't. Even like, everything yeah, about it them was hadn't. just yeah, it was just like a scene by scene examination of the first one, and how can we tweak that scene, and how can we tweak that scene into something <laughs> yeah. new? Yeah. Well, the, the biggest problem when it comes to that is these characters are clearly characters that would never change. So the characters themselves would always be the same. They're too stupid to learn. Mm-hmm. So that was always going to be an issue with this film is that if they're not going to change then only the scenario changing would change anything yeah i guess they're kind of painted into a corner writer yeah. from a writing perspective yeah. from the very beginning the fact that these people are just that dumb they're mm-hmm. not going to change although their intelligence can turn off and on at and a switch very like, true yeah. like uh, harry realizing that or uh, lloyd realizing rather that if he's the father, then Harry has no hope of a kidney yeah. transplant. Like, that's a pretty intelligent revelation for him. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's the weirdest thing. Like, they they have no... But then they... Yeah. They have next to no common sense, but they have they do have some. They, but they seem to have uh, deductive reasoning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somehow. Yeah. Can't figure out your Asian parents aren't your biological parents. Yeah. But... <laughs> But have fairly interesting philosophical discussions. Exactly. <laughs> well, I guess the problem is that they have to have some smartness. Otherwise, as I believe it is Robert Downey Jr.'s character in Tropic Thunder, mm-hmm. says, like, you never go full retard. <laughs> no. Yeah. That's just too much. <laughs> there has to be something. Have a little, yeah. A little, you have uh, to have the... like ability. The, yeah. uh, what is it? Autistic savant in there. Mm-hmm. There's, got to, there's got to be something. Got to be Dumb and Dumber, not uh, what was it? I am Sam. Didn't he go a little too full? Yeah, I think so. I Sam. <laughs> <laughs> and apologies for use of that word, but you know, well, yeah, we're, we're using it. Uh, I was using it in the the reference sense, and yes, you were following exactly. up on that. Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah, especially given my particular line of work, like we would never actually use that word in a derogatory term. No, absolutely not. Okay, disclosure covered. Yes. <laughs> uh, what are your primary thoughts? Or your where, All right, well, where do you want to go? What I had written down here was, 
I, I went into it expecting more of the same. Because I figured... So I guess you weren't disappointed. That's the thing. I, I, was, I was surprised in that they were able to bring back so much from the original. Mm-hmm. I, I, I understand the feelings of it being kind of a carbon copy of mm-hmm. it. But I felt that there was enough situational change that it made a fresh take on it. If you see what I'm going but, with. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously... <laughs> the whole going on a road trip, but which yes, they the directly plot device, like they could not have changed the, you know, the essential plot, you know. Yeah. That, I, I mean, that is a yeah. road trip e- of returning even... something, a suitcase or a box. I mean, they substitute a stupid wrapped box yeah. for a suitcase, return it to his daughter instead of Mary Samsonite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Swanson! I was way off. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. I I love that they did still call her Mary, Mary Samsonite. Samsonite. Yeah. yeah, that was great. Especially given that I just watched it, uh, I, I loved seeing yeah. her. And I think we're going to have to mention it the the reappearance of Billy. Billy, yes. Yeah. So you knew it. Do you know it was the same Billy? Yeah, I did. Yeah, you, you know they had trouble finding him. I did not. They found him through Facebook. Wow! <laughs> yeah, the Fairley brothers, and yeah, that's that's great that. though that they were like able to get that guy coming back. I mean, I know that this film only came about because Jim Carrey watched the original and thought, "I'd like to do more." So <laughs> that's how this film mm-hmm. came about. And so, the, I'm not surprised that they lost contact with the guy. I mean, yeah. he probably isn't really acting anymore. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people do with some, especially kid actors, sometimes you just get the one role and then you yeah. decide now nah, that's about it. But yeah, so it was great to see him back and that they actually gave him some real character development of he's clearly was so traumatized by it that now he owns a menagerie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, the, the second that you know, he now has a lot of birds, and they now have a cat. Yeah. <laughs> you unfortunately it's know not where it's going. It's not too hard for me to be, yeah. But I did like the apocalypse now. Yes. Even if you can't train a bird to react to a situation, we'll let that go. This no. Is but, yeah, the horror, the horror, yes. Yeah. And, not, and not just react, give an appropriate film quote to yes. what is going yes, on. it's very, very culturally knowledgeable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and... And the only thing you can think of is he must have taken the bird into a room full of dead birds and said, now in this case, you react (laughs) this way. (laughs) Because they are parroting something. They're not having original thought. But another option would have been, uh, oh, the humanity. Yeah. From Hindenburg. That would have been an interesting one. (laughs) Yeah, maybe that's a a deleted scene. (laughs) Yeah, they they probably did a couple of different takes on it. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I will say... uh, Funnel Nuts made me laugh. Uh, the, the, that, just the whole premise of the game, him explaining the game, and then them just proceeding to play, even though they knew they've just been bullshitted. Yeah. But only thought they were being bullshitted about <laughs> part of it. <laughs> that, that's the thing. Game. For them, they now have a new game. Yeah. <laughs> After we finish playing this game of Funnel Nuts. That, I, that, yeah, it was dumb, but it made me laugh. Uh, yeah. I think... <laughs> I, I love the... The guy clearly went into the store, saw a funnel, some uh-huh. peanuts, some tubers. Aha! Yeah. <laughs> this will keep these children busy for a while. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, uh, you know, 
uh, again with the callback you have the second most annoying sound in the world mm-hmm. which I think one of the trailers gave away and the, one of the initial yeah, trailers uh-huh. it was in there it's like why would you give that away I mean <laughs> maybe just have the second most annoying sound in the world and then have him ringing the doorbell and leave it at that mm-hmm. and then have the reveal in the film but yeah, it still wasn't that great of a reveal no yeah <laughs> <laughs> right, not to me I don't know I, I did like that they had a clear example of um, everyone moving on in that you know, some of the people that they used to know are dead and some of the people that they used to know have like, really gone on, even if they haven't. Mm-hmm. You've seen the world has <laughs> moved around them. So Freda Felter turned into Kathleen Turner. <laughs> <laughs> that was a big one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, I liked... Uh, I liked seeing these characters in this modern world and that so much just hadn't touched them i mean it's given how stupid they are that that most of that would be the case but they really haven't moved on although what what was harry's job now did they i don't, I don't recall them mentioning yeah i don't know <laughs> he, he, Is he cleared, still grooming dogs just not in a dog van <laughs> I, I don't think i'm fairly certain he got fired in the first film from that yeah. Like he he never specifically mentioned what he's doing. He clearly got money because he's got the apartment. It's just male prostitute. Yes, yes, that is it. He's Although, given what we find out at the end of the film, that te- that could be the case. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that is true. I guess. Ah, damn it! You have shut you have shut holes in my story. Ah, yeah. Right. Um, yeah. I will say I did enjoy the whole. Um, revenge kidney joke aspect of it. Yeah. Even though, I mean, <laughs> I, I will say I should have seen that coming a lot longer, earlier than I did. No, yeah. But still, that was a, a, a nice turn on the opening of the film. Yeah. Um, I I think it was very well played just because, because he didn't give any inkling of it at all throughout mm. the film that he was joking period like all of the like mm-hmm. rubbing on his back that's serious forethought from this character yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> almost to a psychotic level yeah <laughs> and then he's covered covers up the little goof of in the beginning like you know well, how'd you know i was faking and then they yeah. had to pepper that in yeah but, you know if, if you you know that if, if your motive wasn't because i'm going to die yeah so. that's the interesting thing that they had at the end when they're talking about it uh, he mentions that he he'd known about the daughter for a little while, and then him using it in this way to try and get Lloyd out of it by saying that mm-hmm. I kind of need a kidney and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that's actually real malice, I think. <laughs> he probably needs locked away. <laughs> yeah. He should have been there, not. Like... Uh, yeah, the, they had the wrong guy there. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I did enjoy that. Um... Did you have another point you wanted to get to? I have uh, several. <laughs> well, let me see. Here. And I know we going long, but well, I, I, the only other feeling thing I had written down was, and I think I did cover it, is that I do feel that this was a good continuation of mm-hmm. them as people, even if it was very similar to the last outing we saw them have, mm-hmm. which was the last outing they had because based on what they said at the beginning, he, Lloyd almost immediately went into that place. 
because yeah. he's fairly he says like you've got to get over her so mm-hmm. it seems as if he went immediately into this I'm going to pretend it's a coma <laughs> <laughs> for 20 yeah. wouldn't it have still been funny at 10 yes, yes, yes but, but not, not as, as funny <laughs> I, all love com- I do love commitment to a bit <laughs> yeah that's the thing you have to commit <laughs> and he got committed <laughs> <laughs> yeah taking it very literally there yes. <laughs> I will say uh, I did want to just bring up a little analogy here. I kind of viewed this film as a bowl of lucky charms. Uh-huh. Um, where you have all of the wheat, not in the uh, like conspiracy theory crosses, all that, you've heard that stuff yeah. before, yeah. But not in that <laughs> pagan way, but just as in the boring bits, there's a lot of. Yeah. And then those yummy little marshmallows are few and far between. Yeah. And I feel like the first film was the reverse ratio. Right. I feel like there was a lot more marshmallows and a lot fewer of the boring good for you bits. Yeah. I I I would agree there because I think that the the thing with the first film was on top of seeing this road trip, we were mm-hmm. getting to know the characters. This time we already know the characters. And so them going well, on a road from, trip there were, isn't ending There were great either. distances. Like there were, I can't recall all of them, even though I just saw it. But there were, <laughs> I'd say probably three or four moments where I really thought it was a good joke, really laughed. Yeah, uh, almost like watching a Simpsons episode now, where I just watch because I watch. But and there's usually like <laughs> one good laugh an episode. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this was had about three or four of those for me. Uh, but just the stuff between, I was bored. A lot, uh, <laughs> and it just seemed a lot very forced and contrived. And like even for what was it, like an hour and hour and fifty minutes, somehow, it, I, yeah, yeah, it uh, felt like it slowed down a lot, and then picked up. It, it wasn't like yeah. a constant speed. I don't know. Um, now, one thing I enjoyed that they did was <laughs> oh, okay. this probably this probably won't be what you're okay. thinking, but we'll the fact that they got. The van back and then immediately totaled awesome. it. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. they they didn't hang around on that. that <laughs> they, yeah, they gave I, you the satisfaction of seeing that van again, mm-hmm. and then the satisfaction of okay, we're not going to run this into the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I do appreciate that because you think because you see the trailer and you're like, when are they going to get the van? When are they going to yeah. get the van? And then they finally get the van. And like, yeah, they're going to be in the van for the rest of the movie. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I did like that. But that yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like. In the first film, they were in the van for, uh, say, I think the first half. Mm-hmm. And so, given that this film has all of that feeling of we've seen mm-hmm. this before, it was nice that they didn't do Well, that, that was again. the Hearst portion. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which, you know, more carbon copy stuff. The Rob Riggle character, you know, just being inserted for the gas man. Yeah. You know, that was the same character, did, did the same... Well, that- that's the thing. Same they, jobs and moving the plot forward. Same job. Ended up dying. Someone else turns up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It and I I do like that they they just got the same guy again mm-hmm. by just putting in. Yeah, my twin brother got me yes. this stuff. <laughs> and I was reading before they well, no CGI was used. They hand painted him to blend in. To those nice. backgrounds. Okay, and that's it, it good. It took about six hours. Yeah, well, uh, at least for the vending machine one. I don't know about the the other one. Uh, <laughs> I was like, the vending machine one that is very specific. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I did think that was pretty cool. That I mean, I'm sure that would have been fairly simple to do in a computer. 
Yeah. But probably wouldn't have looked as good. Wouldn't have looked as good and would have would have really hiked the budget up as well, I I'm think. I'm sure, yes. <laughs> I'm sure Carrie and Daniels were sucking on that enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah probably. <laughs> yeah. I did also want to uh, mention, um, you know, Bill Murray's current job, cameoing at either... Uh, college parties or <laughs> films yeah. from the follow-up films. Yeah. yeah, just he just pops up everywhere. He's not going to do a starring role, but he'll say, stop in and say hi as well, the uh, as the Walter White esque uh, ice pick. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I, I will say though, have you seen Saint Vincent? I have not yet seen Saint Vincent. You should see Saint Vincent. It is a very good film, and Bill Murray is. Is he brilliant. just like? Uh, I heard he's very similar to Rushmore. His Rushmore um, character. It, yeah, yeah, yeah um, okay. very similar in that. Uh, I'm trying to yeah. think of something else. There was something else I've seen where he's he's kind of similar to, but it's not not coming to my head right now. Um, Moonrise Kingdom. I don't believe you've seen that one. No, I started it no. once. Uh, kind, kind of like a more surly version of his guy from Moonrise Kingdom. Um, but really good to see him in a genuine miser role, though. <laughs> yeah, because yes. it's fun. It is always fun to see the comedian, the guy that's always known for doing the funny roles, just doing these serious drama things. And it really does show how good an actor he is. <laughs> and it's also... Oh, wait, are you calling serious acting uh, breaking up blue meth? <laughs> I didn't say <laughs> okay. that this was a okay. serious... <laughs> okay, sorry, I was, I was extrapolating too Just saying some okay. instant. Okay. Uh, obviously, we, we're probably not going to do a no. cover on that, so I'll say right now, everyone just sees St. Vincent. I'm assuming it will come to DVD relatively soon. <laughs> just say it. Fantastic, especially if you like Wes Anderson film. Felt very much like a Wes Anderson mm-hmm. type thing. So, do you see that? Uh, see that rather than this. But anyway, anyway, I digest uh, quite I often. <laughs> Continually, I will say uh, I'm I'm going to give it away for you here. But I don't know how this uh, joke was never used in Futurama. But I will now be using this joke as often as I can in a sticky situation. Yeah. I've been boned. James Bone. <laughs> I got so much enjoyment out of that. And how Bender never said that in an episode of Futurama. That sure. now perplexes me. <laughs> yeah, that, that is something you'd think they'd have put in there. And I did like that they had the really bad use of it earlier in the film. Uh-huh. Where he's just trying to... You I just know, love like, that he's oh, like trying to catchphrase out, kind of. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> just probably saw like 10 minutes of a James Bond film and now is in love with this. <laughs> I mean, if you watch the first one, he isn't catchphrase. It's one of the newest things in this film mm-hmm. is that he's trying to get this thing down. <laughs> so, it, yeah, it was... It was great that they had that callback yeah. in there. <laughs> and I think that ties nicely into uh, the end credits because they went a little Bond esque, if yeah. you might say, <laughs> with the end credits, with the uh, over elaborate theme song, I guess, at the end, yeah. and, and the uh, silhouette <laughs> graphics. But prior to that, um, yes. I was telling, kind of alluding to Paul earlier before we started recording, uh, it was a shame, much like. Uh, Hangover, I will say I enjoyed more than this, but okay. but what I'm drawing a parallel to is the best part of that Hangover movie and this movie is the end. <laughs> and specifically, I mean the end credits. Right. <laughs> when, you know, they're going through the photos of the night yeah. in the Hangover, much like this, when they start off with the split screen, 
and they have, I mean, it's a really nice pop song yeah. playing, and, you know, you have scenes that are juxtaposed against uh, each other from the first film and this film. Yeah. And Which... it really kind of, like, hey, we kind of gave you this warm cup of soup. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but now don't you think that was the best meal you ever had? <laughs> And like, it kind of tricks you emotionally. It sort of, yeah. I realized it while it was happening. Hey, I'm being brainwashed here <laughs> into loving this. But I did love that sequence anyway. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't I, know how you felt because you just watched them back to back. But I, you had seen the film prior, right? Dumb and Dumber? I, yes, I had. Okay, but you just refreshed yourself. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was one of the things of, as I was watching Dumb and Dumber 2, I realized, okay, like they're, they're either using... Oh, we've done this before. We're doing it in a different setting. The idea being these guys aren't learning; they're mm-hmm. going through the same things again, or they are consciously using the same sorts of situations to make you think that you like it more because it was in the first film. And then they did it in the credits where they show you, "Hey, look, this was like this. This was like mm-hmm. this." And I was watching that, thinking, uh, "Is this supposed to make you like it?" more or less because this is just kind of hammering you on the head now <laughs> see I thought yeah I thought it was definitely designed to really make an emotional connection with the audience probably definitely, you know just yeah with the song and like like a lot of the classic moments from that first film at least the ones you know that most people quote and I continue to quote yeah. um, <laughs> and just seeing them in, you know in the blues in the uh orange and blue suits yeah. uh, and then to the graduation gowns <laughs> now I, I, I thought it was a nice bit you know it, it was the uh, I guess the, the the frosting on a nasty cake kind of you know like the decorated flowers yeah you're like ooh I'll eat that part <laughs> but the cake is I just so, take the icing so. please yeah <laughs> I just want that piece with the name on it and the gel letters and yeah <laughs> even though the cake's kind of stale and blah yeah and then also uh did you stay for the very, very end? I I could not. I. But do, do you know of it? I don't... I might have read about it, but... Once I again, I was walking out of the theater. I believe which... <laughs> what other film... wreck it Ralph? Was it? You were the uh, one that informed me of the, the Pac-Man death screen at the end of that one. I don't recall. Oh, I don't know. But yeah, I tend to walk out of these things, but then, like... Because I like to sit through credits especially when they have something going on yeah and even if it's not just i'll usually stick until it goes to full black screen white credits yeah <laughs> uh, but then uh that never happened because they were doing that bond kind of look yeah and then so i got up and started to walk out and then i heard talking again i'm like oh wait turn around <laughs> and uh you see there's drinking milkshakes on the zamboni did you oh, read about this or see this? And is it Larry says, or what's that? Lloyd says or Harry says, whatever. You know, like oh, I got a chocolate milkshake. And I was like, oh, I got a, or I ordered vanilla, but I got chocolate. I ordered chocolate, but I got vanilla. They're always screwing them up, and they both throw them back. You know, they just had gotten each other's <laughs> right. mixed up, throw them backwards. Lands on Sea Bass's vehicle, <laughs> and Aww. it's the real Sea Bass. <laughs> yeah. So it was a nice end scene. It was no Howard the Duck, but nah, it was still yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, I wish I'd seen that then. That, that would yeah. have uh, put it up a couple of points, I think, for me. <laughs> I just... Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, and uh, I just had one more thought. Sorry, I know um, that... I love the film so much. It's but... fine. I, I figured you would have more to say about this because yeah. uh, you were, I think, the right age when it came out. Yeah, to yeah just really a few years it. older yeah, than yourself. But um, <laughs> I, 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 I'm a kind of 
trying to, uh, like I mentioned generosity earlier, I'm kind of uh, giving it this thought. Uh, I don't know if, you're not a huge Seinfeld guy, are you? No. No, but are you familiar with the finale? I am familiar with it. Okay, and how hated that was when it came out. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm familiar with. Everyone hated it. (laughs) Yes, and like I had watched the show from its inception pretty much. Well, I started the second season, but then found the first season through reruns, you know, watched it all the way through its run. And then was one of the people that just completely thought they dropped the ball on the finale. On the finale, mm-hmm. my feelings now are that is the perfect finale right. for that show. It, it took time. I, it was a slow burn of an episode. You know, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if that was their plan, but it has aged well, and I think that's the only way that finale that show could have been concluded. Right, uh, and I think I, I believe uh, part of me is hoping. That's how I'll feel about this film in a few years. Right. Uh, that, okay, this was the right film to make. <laughs> I don't feel that way now. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I'm trying to kind of see it in future eyes. Yeah, and you know, I... Like, I this is, like you said earlier, this is kind of the only film that could have been made because they're so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and that's going to be the thing. It's like they couldn't have responded differently to the situation because they wouldn't have learned. They couldn't really have gone into any different situation because obviously this was the thing of them believing that they had a new uh, a daughter and then running through with that and of course they it's kind of of course they did the exact same thing as last time because that's what they know that's what they did and then the ending is kind of kind of good I mean I do I don't know how I feel about them not knowing what sex is. I don't. <laughs> I I genuinely don't know if, if that's... they could drive a car. And yeah. <laughs> I mean, deduce that surely, doesn't gonna work. Surely, at some point, one of them must have seen something <laughs> that yeah. would make them. You're grooming dogs. You think you would have seen dog A? Attract dog B yeah, or something at some point. I, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> yeah, it it was that was kind of the thing for me that felt the most forced in the entire film. That's, you, you, you have to give you know a couple of gimmies. I guess that's one of the gimmies. Yeah, yeah you know they just don't <laughs> I, think about it. It's you know. No, I mean I I found it funny that the idea of they completely misunderstood mm-hmm. sex then, mm-hmm. but not knowing now was mm-hmm. the thing that kind of was stretching my my mind a bit I mean I'm willing to give it to them just because in the grand scheme of everything it's not exactly like that that big a deal for for this film but uh, at the time that was what kind of had me thinking the most about it yeah yeah yeah. so I don't know that's that's uh, I'm exhausted on this one yeah (laughs) the the unfortunate thing about it is you had the first one that everyone loves everyone's going to see this because they love the first one and they're going to be disappointed if they see exactly the same thing they're going to be disappointed if they see something that's totally different Mm -hmm. and then we saw what was a combination of the two and we've been going over the fact that it's kind of a carbon copy but slightly different I mean it, I think there was no winning scene tried to do something different yeah I think there was no winning with this and it the thing that I loved most about the film was 
Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels, they clearly loved doing it again. Like, if you saw any interviews with them or read anything about it, like, they really liked getting back oh, into it. They should this. have passed on some of that <laughs> yeah. enjoyment and not been so selfish with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was. Uh, you know what? You said they were doomed from the start, but I think even if they had tried something different, a different plot device or anything, I would have at least appreciated that. And I think that they wouldn't have gotten a worse rating than what I'm thinking of now. No, yeah, I. I... I firmly agree with you. At least try it. It's going to hit or it's going to miss. That if they'd done something <laughs> different, we would have liked it. Mm. But what about all of the other yeah. people out there that just wanted to see more? <laughs> mm. like, there's going to be a section of the audience that is going to hate it no matter what. Well, it was, you know, it was Anchorman 2 in a lot of ways. Yeah. It's <laughs> a lot of the same beats. And if you enjoyed the first, you'll enjoy the second. Kinda, that, I mean know, that that was much. my I've, uh, I've talked to a few people but and they said not necessarily if you love the first you may not love the second <laughs> well, well, that was the thing I've talked to a few people and they've said like do you think I'll like Dumb and Dumber 2 and I said did you like Dumb and Dumber and if they say yes I'll say you'll probably like Dumb and Dumber 2 if they say no you're not going to like Dumb and Dumber no. 2 like, it uh, really was just more of the same unfortunately too much of the same I yeah think. so I think we need to get this wrapped up here All right. how do you feel about that uh, probably a good idea yeah. um, you want to uh, go over our rating yeah sure um, again given that we appear to have a bunch of new listeners here we're going to re-go over what our rating system is we came we decided to come up with a relatively new one because obviously everyone does one through ten and everyone then ends up giving either fives or seven for most of their films. So mm-hmm. what we did was we decided to start at zero. Yes. Zero being an absolutely That's perfect, perfect film. Score, yes. We cannot do any better than that. And then we take away marks at our discretion for blights that we find or things that we don't It's not always like. that specific, but more a general feeling as yeah. well. And w- what we like to do is the first zero to minus five, you got minus point one, point two, point three, and that's, those are the films like we did uh, Dark Knight Rises or Dark, Dark, Dark Knight. Knight, I believe, is like a minus point two for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Th- Near are, perfection. Those are the ones where we just yeah. couldn't think of anything, but it's still not absolutely perfect. And then you get down to minus point five, minus one, Minus so on down to ten at our discretion again. Yeah, yeah I think what we, I think I put dread at like a minus eleven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I believe yours was minus thirteen. Minus thirteen on a scale yeah, that, of minus one. That, that was back when we we were going to go to minus twenty if we wanted, but we, but I still think the minus thirteen is accurate. Minus thirteen out of minus ten on, yeah. on a scale of to minus ten. I still think a minus thirteen is accurate for that film. <laughs> <laughs> it is off the charts horrible. It, it, <laughs> It isn't that great. <laughs> I will give you that. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Uh, all right, so I'll, I'll give it to you. You want me first. to go ahead first? Yeah. Okay, I am giving this... Keep in mind, it's rocking to 25% on Rotten Tomatoes. Right. I do think that is low. I just changed it. I've already started to like the film less. <laughs> uh, I did have a minus 5 written down. I'm going with a minus 6 on this film. Okay. All right. A forty percent, if you will. Yeah. Likeability factor. Now, what would you give Dumb and Dumber? Dumb and Dumber, and see, that's hard to take out the nostalgia. Exactly. Um, But even with the nostalgia, what would you give it? With the nostalgia, I would give a probably a minus two and a half. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Because because it is not a perfect film. Yeah. Minus three. Yeah. Minus two and a half or minus three. Somewhere in there. All right. Yeah, yeah. I can definitely see 
that like especially yeah. so we're with, going from a solid B, a B plus if you're thinking like a grade, yeah. to a, D, a, a, a low D minus, a D minus yeah. into high F category. <laughs> All right, <laughs> <laughs> well, that helps explain it. Yeah, that is. I will. I will say that I've been I've been really trying to think what I should give this film because it's either going from like my personal feelings on it to would if I were to recommend it. Because like huh. it, you got you got to balance the two, but I do think that I would give it. I'm gonna say a minus. You know, what? I'm gonna agree with you. Minus six. I think mm-hmm. that there <laughs> there really isn't. There. Yeah. There's not that much great stuff in there, but it's not no. so bad that it no. should go any further. I mean, it yeah. it was fun to see them again. They didn't push the envelope as much as we would have liked uh, but I can understand why they didn't I mean it, I'll bet you anything half of it was studios saying well we don't think you should try it too much or something like that but then again yeah. given that Jim Carrey would attach to it maybe the studio wouldn't have had that much of a say mm-hmm. it, well, it, it did its job it, it made its money back so yeah it more than made its money back and I'm fairly certain they're not going to make any more because I think that Jim Carrey has said that they there's not much further oh, to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I mean, maybe in let it yeah let it lie. Maybe don't in twenty or thirty years yeah. they'll just do them in an old photo. Yeah, I'm getting up to be, hijinks. Please don't be you know, eking out uh, American Pie, you know, <laughs> uh, high school reunion or whatever. Direct to no, yeah. yeah, don't be doing that Dumb and Dumber shit for another 10 years <laughs> no, I have to say when it comes to Jeff Bridges I'd rather see him doing more stuff like in Looper like get him doing more of those roles again Jeff Daniels? Jeff, sorry, Jeff Daniels. What are those? <laughs> You're it's, doing the Bill Paxton Bill Pullman thing. It's the damn Jeffs. Every time it's yeah, it Jeff, I get it the wrong Pullman. way around. Yeah. <laughs> more people uh, are going to be named Jeff. Whatever. <laughs> more than one. Damn you, All Jeff. Right. We've uh, talked you dumb. Ha, ha, yeah. for long enough. All right, uh, so <laughs> I, I had to end this one by giving a shout-out to the... Film Real Podcast. They, they, yes. they gave us a quick shout out, and Absolutely. I want to give it to them. They are some great guys, and I've really enjoyed listening to it. I don't know if Brian. I've not yet had a chance, but I am excited to hear. Yeah, yeah they, to hear it. they are some really cool guys. They got some interesting takes on the films that they go over, and they they are right. they ask some nice questions. Check so. them out, guys. Do film, check them out. Film real podcast R E E L right. Yeah, R E E L podcast right. on Twitter and everything. Right. And speaking of podcast, if you feel like we did a good job, if you wouldn't mind rating us on iTunes as well, that would be yeah. Rate us on iTunes. Be, let us know what you thought. Yeah, uh, mighty the film fine of you. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and uh, feedbacks. Yeah, Feed, feedback and code. We'd love to hear from you on Twitter or Facebook about what you thought about our take on the film as well. So, seriously, Ed, any and all feedback, comments, questions, whatever, we'll be happy to suggestions answer. for yeah. future episodes. Whatever. Indeed, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, all right. And uh, last thing I'll say is we do have currently planned another podcast where we will be joining a separate podcast as well we're not going to mention what it is just yet but Mm -hmm. uh, once the details have been hammered out we'll let you guys know alright with that teaser we will uh, (laughs) sign off alright well I've been Paul and I've been Brian yeah